Your weekly ramen. I am one of your hosts, Tyler. I am here with your other host, Nate. Nate, how's it going? It's going pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. If I keep telling myself that enough, it'll it'll be true, right? (laughs) So it's going. Let me make sure I get this right. Pretty good. (laughs) Yep, it's going pretty good. Okay, Pretty now, good. Now you're changing the inflection on it. Now I don't know what it is. Is it like a, <laughs> is that is that like a sarcastic pretty good or like a pretty good like your stone yeah. or something or what? Is that your stone? Is that a stone to you? Like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this uh, is some dank ass weed. Ah, uh, I guess. I don't. <laughs> Now, that's gonna be forever be my stone inflection now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Either that or like uh seventies porn star, like oh, oh yeah. Oh no 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 <laughs> oh. Just uh have to get a really big bushy mustache. So much hair <laughs> too much hair Hair everywhere <laughs> <On> both parts <laughs> Is that censored? Nope. It's seventies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, are they pixelating that in the seventies? No, nope, that's that's just hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanna get crazy? Oh yeah! Hold on, <laughs> let me get the weed whacker. Uh, my favorite. Let me get the hedge clippers real quick. <laughs> my favorite that I, I I just a little side note: if if you want to skip ahead like twenty seconds. Or a minute, I don't blame you guys, but I just got to say, since we're on this conversation anyway, uh, my favorite was my friend Brian found one called the Dick Detective. Oh it no! Was like, <laughs> it was like a '70s, like thematical, like porn. It was <laughs> just the name is hilarious. <laughs> the Dick Detective. No, I watch it for the plot. I swear. <laughs> Kind of, it kind of reminds me of the. Uh, I think there was a Family Guy bit about that. It was like in season one too. I think it might have even been the pilot episode. Um, but it was um, uh, 
a porn version of Casablanca where um, it's the, the scene where they're at the airport and he's uh, telling the girl, he's like, look, if you don't get on this right now, you're going to regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but for the rest of your life. And then he opens his trench coat and then just kind of drops it. And... <laughs> wow, that's pretty ballsy of a family guy to throw out those porn jokes pilot episode. It might not have been pilot, but I feel like it was. It was no. back when they were on Fox. I feel like pilot. I feel like I think they're still on Fox, unless they changed it. Oh, they've been on. It's it's been a love and hate relationship. I think. Yeah, really. I mean, they make jokes about it all the time, but I haven't I haven't watched it in a few years. Honestly, it started really going downhill. Oh yeah, and I'm pretty in sure no opinion. one watches it on TV anymore. Yeah, right. Netflix. As long as you get Netflix, like the first like six seasons, you'll be fine. But anyway, that's not an anime. That's nope. a cartoon. There is a difference, as we all know. And if you do not know this fact, please email us. <laughs> we will Weekly hunt you Robin. down. <laughs> Weekly we will Robin find you. At gmail.com. We will go into so much detail about why you are wrong. We have a very specific set of skills. It, it, it pretty much never comes in handy except for this one specific case. <laughs> We're a very niche um, company here at Weekly Ramen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very situational um, based uh, income, you know. Yes, very, very much so. <laughs> but uh, so so before we uh, before we get started, um, I would like to uh, bring something up. Um, so in. A little behind the scenes, we are recording this on February 20th. God, I hope this gets up in time, otherwise that's going to show how horrible we are <laughs> at uh, actually uploading our own shit. But um, February 20th, in three days, on February 23rd, 2016, will be our one-year anniversary. Man, that's awesome. It's just insane to it's think crazy. that we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, I feel so unprepared. <laughs> it really yeah. snuck up on me. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I feel like I should bring a present or something to, you know, it's, it's like one of those birthday parties where... <laughs> just that last minute birthday party you just totally forgot about, like, oh shit, what do I bring? <laughs> Let's go to the dollar store real quick yeah. and find, like, a dollar item. <laughs> they won't hey. know. Hey, I'm gonna be a couple minutes late. Uh, I gotta swing by and pick up a Milo Pony, something or other. <laughs> what are you like a size XS? Yeah. How old's your kid? Twenty. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> extra small it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I forgot. You guys are big boned. Small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. You're really fat. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. You know how women are, like, they could be super skinny and they'll be like, I'm so fat. Which actually, <laughs> funny enough, that plays into our anime of the week this week. Yeah. It does? Yeah, there's a character that's like that. Oh. You don't remember? Do we watch the same? Did I watch the right anime? I, I'm sure I you hope did. I did. <laughs> I'm sure you did, because when I went to go watch episode five today, 
Uh, it was like already skipped to the end, which means uh, that you were watching yeah. it. <laughs> I beat you to it. Yep. But um, so anyway, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, Happy so birthday, you, us! Right? Yay! Do you have a kazoo or like one of those things no. that goes burn? Oh, I really wish I had one of those like uh, streamer things where you pull it and it pops, explodes uh, confetti everywhere. That would be cool. That would be cool. Let me see if I can. Uh, like Markiplier does that a lot. He's got like a ton of those. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, How awesome would it be to have like a warehouse of part, a uh, warehouse full of party supplies? That'd be one rocking warehouse. <laughs> let's see. Uh, here we go. Let's see, this is going to sound horrible, but. Oh. Uh... YouTube happy oh. birthday kazoo. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I wonder if we could have convinced people that that was you. I I wish I owned a kazoo. <laughs> oh, I cool. found one. Yeah. <laughs> now, the next time I go to look at my search history, it's going to say birthday kazoo, and I'm going to be like, what the hell? It's <laughs> another thing Who's to been add. On my well, better that than, you know, 70s detective porn. I use incognito mode for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Gross. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's get started, shall we? Um, yeah. It's been a while. Uh, I apologize for not having an episode last week that was all on me. Um, you would think for somebody who's been on vacation, I would have enough time to actually do something. But time just flies. So. Yeah, it's funny how, how uh, really how how t- time seems to speed up on vacation. Yeah, really, it does. Like you know, between um, you know, doing all kinds of errands, cleaning up, uh, you know, spring cleaning stuff like that. Uh, even though it's not technically spring yet, but um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Trying to train a puppy, yeah, it gets away from you. So. Your vacations are a lot different than mine. Oh, if, if if I were to say that sentence, it would be, yeah, between you know taking a nap and waking up and taking another nap and then waking up again. Honestly, I just don't know where the day goes. If if I did not have the puppy, that's probably what my break would have been like. But it's a little harder to do that when you're trying to train a puppy. Yeah, because so, you know, puppy doesn't quite have the same sleep schedule as you. <laughs> yeah. And when he's awake, he doesn't want you watching TV or playing video games. He wants you playing with him. So You just so, gotta teach him to appreciate TV and video games and you're all set to yeah. go. Kind of like that dog from um, Where's Where's Dude, Where's My Car? That the, the stoner... Dude got his dog into smoking. Dog creeped me out when I was younger. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, uh, so yeah, my my apologies on that. We're gonna do our best to get back on schedule. Um, but uh, anyway, why don't we just get right into this week then? Yeah, into the food of the week, right? Flavor yeah. of the week. Yeah. So since we ran out of ramen flavors, kind of, sort of, 
Um, you know, there's always more out there. We're just too lazy to find them. No, ramen uh, is now an extinct food. <laughs> the world ran out of ramen. <laughs> we just loved it too much. That was its <laughs> only prop. <laughs> its only sin was being loved too much. We used it to fuel our cars and planes and boats, and then oh, sea God. levels raised, and before you know it, all the ramen was gone. If we and all use, the polar bears died. If we could use ramen as a viable fuel source, the world would be a much better place. <laughs> Eastern <laughs> countries like China and Japan would be so rich. Yeah, They'd right. be like the Middle Eastern countries. <laughs> yeah, Saudi Arabia and uh, or where's that uh, one place that uh, is just full of rich oil barons? It's like in the middle of the desert. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Iraq? Iran? No, no, no. It's like just a... Well, I, I swim? Guess, I poop? It is like a city, but it's also a country, I think. Anyway. Oh. Um, they got like a... It's in the middle of a desert, and they have skyscrapers, and there's like... uh, One of them has like a ski resort, an indoor ski resort. And, uh, I mean, it's just insane. It's stupid, but... Anyway, <clears throat> the flavor of the week this week is tempura. Tempura, if you do not know, here is a quick uh, little summary of what uh, tempura is. <clears throat> Light and fluffy. Tempura is Japan's contribution to the world of deep-fried foods, though it is likely originated, though it likely originated with Portuguese uh, traders. The batter-coated seafood and vegetables are traditionally fried in sesame oil and served with either a tiny pool of salt or a dish of soy sauce flavored broth spiked with great uh, with grated radish for dipping. Do not miss out on um, Ebi Tim or Tempura Prawns. So it's, and it's, that like, sounds amazing. It does, doesn't it? It's pretty much like deep fried fish and vegetables. I mean, that's really all it is. Oh, it sounds, well, that makes it sound less amazing. Dude, I love deep fried fish. Oh, man. Fried fish is my favorite thing, man. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of fried fish. Not so much vegetables, though. And really, you've never had like um, uh, fried zucchini or yeah. fried um, fried green beans are good. Fried okra is probably as creative as I've gotten with it. Fried okra is delicious. It's a real southern food. Portugal is so far from Japan. I I mean you know it's it's they have boats back then you know that's what they did. They're just like that's a long boat ride. I know. They're just like, yeah, let's take this big ass boat on the sea for like seven months and go try and find some new island to trade with. Oh, I think that's farther than what England to the U.S. Columbus and whatnot. I don't know. I'm going to have to look up a world map now. Now you're making me curious about it. Yeah, I'm on the map. I always forget just how big the world is. Yeah, right. You never really think about it. But, uh, like, I don't even know where the hell Portugal is on this Yeah, map. I didn't. I, yeah, 
it's by Spain, and if you had held a gun to my head and asked me, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. Where is Spain? <laughs> Geography is not my strong suit, guys. I'm sorry. Spain's by France, believe it or not. Okay, I do know roughly where France is. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Oui? The world's so big it can't even fit on my computer screen. Ah, fully it's... zoomed out. There it is. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so there's Portugal. It's it's pretty small. So I don't know if they went through the Mediterranean Sea and then the Red Sea. Gosh, that is far. Might yeah. almost. It, honestly, it might almost be closer to go the other way around and go past the U.S. What? Oh yeah. The world is round, I, believe They it or probably, not. not according to the Google Maps. <laughs> looks pretty damn flat to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, did, you just, did you just put in Google Maps, I need directions from Portugal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> did it tell you by boat or car? No, Google Maps won't tell you by boat, which is weird. Did you, you should have told it walking trails. <laughs> See how long fifty it years. How can it not go by boat? There's no way else to get to Japan. It's an island nation. I know, it's weird. Sorry so you, you type in directions, Portugal to Japan. It says sorry, we cannot calculate directions from Japan to Portugal. <laughs> well, at least it tells you. Look, I can trace it with my finger, Google. It's right there. <laughs> Uh, you know what's interesting is I never knew how close um, the Koreas were to Japan. I thought they were a little further south, but thought they were more in the Thailand area. But whatever. It's true. Also, Russia's freaking massive. Oh, Russia's. Huge. I thought China and India were big. Oh, Russia's gigantic. Russia's huge. It's just nobody wants to fucking live in Russia because <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it's, it's cold all the time. What do you? But, would you want to live in there? The same, no. for, same for Green uh, Greenland. Look how big Denmark is. Thought you were gonna say Green Day. Green Day is. Oh, jeez, so Greenland's anymore. huge. So, I never scroll up on this map. I, know, <laughs> so right? Green, I only ever have see half of Greenland. Yeah, I know these best from playing um, Plague Inc. Oh yeah. Now even that. then, it doesn't do it justice. Like, no, God, like this no, does. Anyway. Hey, if you guys are listening, you should get on Google Maps and, like, do this with us. It's pretty cool. It is kind of fun. But, uh, yeah. You can fit, like, U.S. and Canada inside Russia and still oh. have room for Mexico. <laughs> but who wants Mexico in there? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so I feel like, you know, we should maybe talk about anime. <laughs> yeah. Madagascar so. is big, too. Hey, Nate, guess what? What? It's attacking us. Oh, it's attacking us. Uh, China has its own sea? <laughs> wow. My friend, maybe you should have gone into geography as your main. This is cool. You could have been like some badass Indiana Jones architect, like archaeologist kind of thing. Yeah, I figure I feel like it doesn't work that way. Do you think Indiana Jones hates his job by now? He's been doing it for years. I don't know. I mean, he must because he passed it off to dumbass Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no Transformers to help you this time, LaBeouf. Yeah. (laughs) Where's Optimus Prime now? (laughs) 
<sighs> so, let's get started. Yeah. Yeah, let's. Okay, so this week's Anime of the Week, chosen by yours truly, is called um, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Um, or, there's so many, this has like four different synonymous titles. The one that is on the Funimation website is Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Um, apparently another one is Grimgar of Ashes and Illusion. Grimgar of Ashes and Fantasy, and then the Japanese title, Haito Gensu no Grimgar. I wonder why it has so many names. Maybe it's just hard to translate. Maybe it's one of those things that can be translated several ways. Yeah. Um, But, um, because they're all kind of, they're all kind of similar. Yep. You know, you got fantasy, illusion, and fantasies. So, yeah. But Ash is always there. Ash is there, always there. Um, Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Pokemon. That's that's another anime. That's not this week's anime. <laughs> God, what if we did Pokemon? Wow, it's, it's, it's almost crazy to think an, uh, Pokemon is an anime. It's so Americanized. Or, yeah. Or, well, I mean, it's... Not Americanized, but you know the trans the dub is extremely Americanized, but it's it was definitely more of a cartoon back then than it felt like an anime. Yeah, but um, same anyway for Digimon, but or Dragon Ball Z for that matter. Just like back then, they they freaking localized the hell out of those things. Made a lot of money doing it. Oh yeah, I mean you know. We were all kids. We didn't give a shit. We were like, oh, yeah. We were just like, we were like, listen to that badass Pokemon theme song. That's all we give a shit about. Or that Digimon theme song. That's all we cared about. Yeah, it's catchy. Man, we were so susceptible to marketing. (laughs) Advertising. People know how to advertise to kids, man. It's scary. Well, that's because they're stupid. Kids are easy to advertise to. (laughs) I don't know. I've tried to get my cousin, like my little nephews into to anime, and we didn't. We, I I wasn't able to. But I mean, they're only like five and oh, there's probably six now. Oh. Well, there's definitely been a shift, right? I, the the target audience I don't feel like is is younger anymore. Now it's right teens and up. Hmm. But uh, so. We should watch a little kid anime one of these days. No. It's like a, a Babu anime. You want to go watch Sailor Moon? That's... Is that little kid? Eh, I don't know. The 90s one probably was. I mean, it was made for little girls, kind of. Yeah, I tell you, if we did watch that, I would probably be half-masked. <laughs> Most of, if not all of the time. <laughs> Except for when they transform, then it's full mass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, maybe one day, my friend, maybe one day, but for today, let's watch a better anime. Yeah. A more recent anime. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> I will admit, one of the reasons why I chose this one is for its unique art style, but we'll get into that, um, later in the, um, you know, art 
section of the review. Um, so for now, please enjoy this synopsis that's more than three sentences for once. Yeah, um, well, hey, Clannad was like a whole novel. That's true. It's really hit and miss. It's like they're either like two sentences or like five sentences, but stupid and vague, or like a par- like a, a sh- short essay. Yeah. But this one seems to be a short essay. Whether or not it's going to be a good or not is yet to be determined. So, without further ado, <clears throat> Awaken. This is the only thing the youth of Haitunogensu no Grimgar remember before awakening in an unknown building in a medieval landscape enshrouded in darkness. They don't remember anything besides their own names. What is stranger is that sometimes they catch themselves saying words they don't understand, even though they seem familiar. A group of strangers is told that in order to make a living, they would have to join the reserve army forces to keep the town safe from nearby monsters. The stronger-looking people form a team to join the reserve army and depart, leaving Manato... Oh, God damn it! <laughs> I was doing so good. <laughs> Monato, Arushino, Ranta, Yume, Monzo, and Shihiro. Shihiro? Yeah, the second one. Shihiro, uh, to fend for themselves. But how will they get by if they can't even defeat the weakest of monsters? Born from the ashes of their old memories... The ragtag team of six start a new life in the world of Grimgar. Oh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I thought that was pretty nice. But, uh, uh, not too detailed, not too vague. Good, good uh, length. Yeah. See, the the problem with the good uh, synopsises is they don't leave us a lot of wiggle room. That's true. That's true. We kind of have to... Just play off of them the best we can. <clears throat> so, I guess let's just play off of it the best we can. Good idea! <laughs> so, um, as always, we will go over episode one, um, and spoilers warning, if, if you, um, don't want to hear spoilers, you can just skip ahead, but we only go into episode one because we feel that's fair. But, uh, that's a good uh, starting point, right? You know? Yeah. Um, spoilers in episode one is just enough to get you interested and not enough to really ruin the series for you. I agree. All um, right. Go oh. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. I was just going to start digging in. Um, okay. So. It's kind of, okay, I want to start off by saying this anime kind of has a MMORPG kind of vibe to it. Kind of like a Sword Art Online kind of vibe. Would you agree? Yeah, it's like uh, Sword Art Online is a party-oriented. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Sword Art Online would have been party-oriented if he wasn't a solo player. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it, it... it is more 
the traditional like Sword Art Online, um, the MMO that they were in did not have magic in it, which made it unique. Until um, season two. We don't talk about season two. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Nate. Season one was perfect. I don't know what a season two is. You know, I guess what you said holds up, because they are not in Sword Art Online in Season 2. They're in a different game, I believe. Right, yeah, yeah, they are. But, um, which is pretty much just a reskinned version of Sword Yeah. <laughs> like, they just stole the code, and we're just like, oh, let's just add in a few things here and there, just to make it different enough to make people go which more by it. so commonplace. I mean, I've, I've been seeing that more and more with yeah. everything nowadays. Yep. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, but yeah it, it's more like the traditional and the only reason I say that is because you have different roles in this party you have a tank you have um, DPS people you have uh, a healer um, and for anybody who is not a total video game nerd and only a total anime nerd that might listen to this podcast um you might not know what that is so um a tank is the big dude who takes all the damage but doesn't do a lot of damage he just gets people's attention and says hey look at me hit me because i have tons of armor and you can't hurt me um and then you got the dps which stands for damage per second people they are the ones that just um kick ass while the tank is distracting people uh, and then you got the healer, which if you can't figure that one out, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> they they get this. Hold on, this is gonna blow your mind. They heal people. No way. I know, right? Just <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> so it, it's more that that traditional RPG party style, um, but it's not an RPG. It's not anything to do with video games whatsoever. It just has that kind of feel to it because it's it, it's based in that kind of fanta- fantasy universe. What is this journ- genre? Uh, let's see. Uh, this is categorized as action, adventure, drama, and fantasy. Okay. I'd say it probably leans, if I had to choose an order, probably, oh, this is hard. Hmm. I would, I, I would honestly say action, adventure, fantasy, drama. Would you? I'd, oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd almost go fantasy, drama, adventure, action. Oh, like a total opposite of <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I could see it. It's really hard to categorize it, like rank wise because it does a good job at touching each category each genre it, yeah it, it dabbles in a little bit of everything and not like super into one and not enough into the other um i guess i guess if i had to say i guess for episodes one through four i would probably say fantasy and drama would be the top but i think after episode four things start to change or around episode four it starts to get more into the action adventure and then less into the fantasy some people might uh 
be well might have mixed feelings a lot of uh anime we do like this like is it all right to pick up girls with the in a dungeon it's very similar in genres to this but they also have comedy and romance thrown in right and we do a lot of anime that have those two categories thrown in uh it was a little bit of comedy romance (laughs) it was a little bit of a change of pace to have have an anime where that's you know that's not thrown in there now does does that say something about us nate are we like (laughs) says we're pretty lonely doesn't it (laughs) yeah that's what i was gonna say We're just sad, lonely. Nerds. Hey, listen, man. I I just do me. That's. I mean, yeah. That's, I'm happy with the way I am. You accept it. You own it. Yeah. You're, you're a firework. I must <laughs> let your color Baby, burst. Firework. Did you see Did you John, s- John Tron? Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you too. Oh, yeah. I listened to that like ten times after he uploaded it. I'm like, this is so much better than kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Just, uh, I'm so glad he's uploading more. I know, right? You guys can, you guys can probably tell. uh, Me and Tyler haven't really had much time to catch up lately. I feel like these sidetracked episodes are a result of us not getting to catch up very much. (laughs) You know what? Those are some of the my favorite and the most fun for us. I'd say. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't know if people hate us for it. If they're just like, "God, you guys are just rambling idiots." Get back to this, or if they (laughs) love it. I don't yeah. know. Is our following is made up of like really hardcore anime fans who <laughs> only care about anime. Well, that'd be like people watching Game Grumps just only wanting to go for the gameplay, so which I imagine they be, have. But I don't know. That's it's a be, waste. That would just be weird. I mean, uh, not that I don't love them, but they're not like very. No, good they're, they're, they're terrible at most of the games they play. Although I do have to say, Aaron's actually not bad at Mario Maker. Like, oh no, Aaron's a boss at Mario Maker. Like, I know a lot of people probably criticize him, but like, if you really stop and think about it, like, just some of the shit he does, it's just like these are levels that have a point zero five completion rate, and he beats them. Yeah, yeah, he it takes levels like two Ross three made. hours, but yeah, you know. yeah. So anyway, uh, yep. What were we talking about before this? Uh, that you are a firework. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm a fire. <laughs> Let's get back to that. Let's not get back to the anime. Let's get back to that. <laughs> <clears throat> no, we were just talking about the um, different genres and how we um, have no life and are lonely nerds. I don't know, nerd's a little, a little bit of a strong word. Eh. There's a difference between nerd and geek. I was um, looking more for, uh, you know, handsome bachelor. Perhaps. Mm. Mm. Um, that, you could be stretching it just a little. <laughs> comedic genius. Okay, now you're definitely stretching it. All that right, was funny, in my opinion. But genius. Uh, prodigy. Uh, I'll settle for prodigy. <laughs> prodigy means that you have the potential to be a genius. I mean, right? Yep. You ever think about how many letters Prodigy and Porridge have in common? No. No? I bet you will now. <laughs> Whenever uh, you see that word. Just like I'll think of... What was that thing you said that scarred me earlier? Uh, 70s porn mustache? Oh, uh, yep. That was well, probably it. 
Uh, probably not the mustache, but the Sunday's porn. The <laughs> detective. Detective. That is a that is a clever name. It, I have to it think- is right. <laughs> Gotta give. <laughs> Best thing, man, best thing are porn name. Porn movie names are just hilarious. I love them. <laughs> but, uh... Anyway. Someone take a sound bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Max it up a little bit. Tyler saying, I love porn. <laughs> just, uh, cut, cut words from, like, our course of 45 different episodes of this podcast and cut, cut it so I say, like, I love the dankest porn. <laughs> Although now they don't have to cut it. Now they yeah, just... yeah, you just handed it to them. <laughs> I really hope none of our family members ever listen to this particular episode. <laughs> There's a handful of episodes, actually, that I really hope none of our family members ever hear. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on the family member. I honestly, some of them, I mean, like my, my, my sister or brother-in-law, they'd probably just laugh at that. Like, they wouldn't care too much. But, like, our grandma... Definitely. I don't want Grandma listening to any episodes ever. Yeah, I don't don't even know if Grandma knows what a podcast is. I'm pretty sure they don't, because every time I tell them, like, all right, I'm going to go record with Nathan, they're going to be like, oh, you're going to go play games with Nathan? Yeah, they do that to me, too. Except it's, like, different every time. Like, okay. It's like, yeah, play games with Tyler? It's like, no, we're recording a podcast. The next time it's like, oh, you're going to go watch some shows with Tyler? Nope. Once again, <laughs> podcast. Close, but <laughs> think we should just tell them we have a radio talk show. They would probably understand that. that. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. I would radio talk show. If I didn't know what podcast was, I would not make the connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, so. Like, oh, are you casting for a new Star Wars movie? Pod <laughs> racing? Ooh, pod racing. The only part of episode one, two, and three that anybody liked. Oh, no, you take that back. <laughs> episode one, at least. I don't know. Probably episode one and two. Three wasn't too bad. Anyway, anime, right? Anime? You know? yeah. yeah, maybe. How oh. far are we now? Uh, I think we got through the synopsis. Oh, good golly, we're 37 minutes in. Oh, time-wise. Oh, God. All right, well, let's hurry this up then. <clears throat> so, yes. Fantasy action RPG kind of thing. Uh, really cool. Uh, you know, you got your different roles. You got your ranged damage dealer kind of thing. Um, you know, it's actually, you know, if I actually had a classify, I'd say it's probably more Dungeons and Dragons than it is like online RPG. Ooh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Because the classes, I think, line up better. Yeah. And you have a hunter who is, you know, uh, you know, bow and arrow or close short sword. Yeah, and then you got like a thief, you know, and yeah. you know, priests ah. and stuff. So I think not that it wouldn't line up with online RPG as well, but I think it lines up a little better with D and D. Yeah, I think one interesting thing that the plot does with this anime is that it. Uh, it spends a lot of time on the the group dynamics and like the social aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, like they have to. I think it's kind of cool how they go into. Oh, I'm a thief, so I had to go to a thief thingy and get trained as a thief. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they didn't really do that stuff with like Sword Art Online or any of the other RPGs, right? Which it, makes sense because that's what you would have to do, right? Right. It's more realistic, I I suppose. I mean, it's not like you could just say, "I'm a thief now. I know how yeah. to pick locks <laughs> and 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 backstab people and be really stealthy." No, it's not really quite how it works. Also, speaking of that, his. Uh, this might go into characters or whatever, but the thief in this party, his trainer, was super cute. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How could you train with that person? I oh, yeah, I like, wouldn't be able to concentrate like, at all. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was Looks too busy like... staring into your eyes. <laughs> You're huge, round, <laughs> presumptuous eyes. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I was just staring at your... Big personalities right there. Anyway. Yeah, and... No, I like that. I like how they... I mean, it's it's cool. It's in a cool world, right? But mm-hmm. that drama genre kicks in, and they... Uh, they It looks at, like, social things. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's good about that. It, it's... Yeah, it's definitely drama. Because... Well, that's... I mean, I don't want to get too into it. There's a lot of spoilers, but I mean, this is it. It's fantasy, but it's not too like unrealistic. I mean, there's there's healers for a reason in this anime. There's consequences. You know, people don't always just come out of this with with just you know um, a, a scratch. You know, they could they could come out with huge wounds or or not come out at all. I mean, it, it's grounded in reality, even though it's fantasy i guess yeah and it's it's also interesting how like uh, this happens in the first episode so it's not spoiler but all these this you know large group of of i'll say kids but i guess they're not really specifically kids teenage i'd say yeah wake up with you know amnesia and they don't know where they are and then like the group naturally separates into like you know the strong and Mm and 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 those who have talents, and then the leftovers, right? And I feel right. like that's what would happen in real life as well. Right. I mean, if it, if it's a matter of survival, yeah, you're going to have people will want to pair up with other people that are strong. So, yeah. I mean, they're they're going to do that, and then, yeah, you just kind of have the leftover. So, I guess let's go into that a little bit. Um, which, I mean, I think the synopsis did a little bit, but um, yeah, the stronger people form a group, um, and you know, they they're strong. They have no problem at all. But these other people are pretty much the leftovers. They're the people that are are weak or timid or just don't know their strength or you know don't have confidence in themselves. So um, they kind of come together around um, one of the main characters, um, Monito. He is the healer, he's the priest, which I, I also found this very interesting that he's the priest and the healer, but he's also the party leader. Yeah, um, I I might be wrong, but I think what Ed said he did is everyone else chose their class and then he went with yeah. you know what was needed, what was left over after yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. He was I mean he he's the he's the mature um responsible one of the party i would say for sure like he he's always thinking about others 
and he has um, kind of a natural leader quality quality to him, but not not so much. I don't think he wanted to be leader. He just kind of became leader out of necessity for others' sake. Which is also a real life thing that happens, you know, a lot of times. If, mm-hmm. if um, you know, especially if if like you've had experience being a group leader for like a project or stuff, um, it kind of sucks. Like you have to do more work, and there's, if there's a lot the group fails, it falls on you. Everyone blames you. But um. It, I, that leadership thing was, was something that was kind of emphasized in this, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Right? What does it take to be a good party leader? and Stuff right. like that. Right. Yeah. And, and it, you know, uh, some people just take it for granted and they don't really think about it, but there's a lot, like, to being a leader, there is a lot. Um, you know, there, like you said, there's all kinds of responsibility. All the blame falls on you if something happens, you know. Um, so this guy just kind of, out of necessity, took up the mantle, and you know he's a really respectable guy. I liked his character. Um, you know, it wasn't that he wanted to; it's just that he saw that it was needed, and he had the guts to step up and say, "All right, I'll do it." It's interesting to see that personality uh, clash with some of the other personalities in this, like the uh, like the Dark Knight guy and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of getting into characters. Yeah, we are a little bit. So before we fully get into characters, let's skip. Go back to um, just the the fact that well, actually, yeah, they just they're kind of a ragtag team, all focused around this main guy, uh, Monotel, and you know they they it's really interesting to see them grow because in episode one, I mean they're. They're people who can't even, like, as a team, cannot even defeat one measly goblin, which is, like, the weakest of all the monsters, quote-unquote. Yeah, I two things to mention. Um, I'm not sure if either is strictly plot-related, but as of now, there are only six episodes out. So, likely halfway through season one, if you're looking to pick it up, probably a good thing to know. Yeah. Yeah, um, that would be a good time to because it's not so so much that you can't catch up, but it's not also so much that you feel, you know, you can't get a good sense of it, you know. Yeah, but another interesting thing they did with this anime uh, was they really humanized the goblins, which so far are the main enemy. Yeah. Kind of interesting, you know. The goblins also live in their own little towns and tribes and everything like that. Yeah, and a lot of times they engage the goblin. So when they're fighting with them, the goblin's doing a you know self defense, mm-hmm. and if it sees it's about to lose, it you know runs away, which is a very human thing to do. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're cowards. It's not like they run away. Every time, no, they'll they'll engage an enemy if necessary. But, um, but then again, they like humanity are they have a variety because in one episode later on, three or four, I think you see, uh, you know, you got these weak goblins, and then there's also like, oh, there's some really really strong big goblins over there. Let's not fuck with them. Yeah, you know? so. Um, and they're more aggressive, 
So, I mean, there's there's variety to it. They're just kind of like humans, you know. Some humans are weak and timid, and others are brash and annoying. Some are, you know, abnormally large. Yeah, right. Like to carry big clubs, and they're green and have pointy ears. <laughs> yeah, funny how that works, huh? <laughs> so, well, I, I feel like we've covered that pretty decently. Is there anything else you want to add before we move on to characters? Nope, not at all. I think we covered it well as well. Awesome. All right, characters. Um, this is another anime that's pretty well, like, the characters, I wouldn't say the characters necessarily make this anime, like in some animes, but did I say animes? Did what I? is the plural? Is it, I think it's, it's just, just anime? anime? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just anime. Well, tut tut, Tyler. I know. How dare me? Slap me <laughs> on the wrist and call me Sally. Slap me um, on the cheeks. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I wouldn't say like these are our characters are um the necessary to make this anime. They're definitely a huge part, and it wouldn't feel the same without them. But I don't think. I think the anime has enough other things to it. You know, the art style, the um, fantasy background and and story and everything that the characters could be swapped out for lesser or better characters and it wouldn't make or break it, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, um, going down the list, you want to start us off on characters? I've been yeah. doing most of this, so I'll pass it on to you. My voice is getting a little tired. Uh, that's fine. So we'll start out with uh, – we talked about Monito and um, how we talked about it. It may have made it sound like he's the main character, but um, – which uh, – no. I was going to say you could argue for the first episode he might be, but no. Um it, it's uh, kind of it's kind of interesting, isn't it? It's kind of an anime that doesn't have one central main character. Yeah, because it's very party focused. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's several. I don't know. Would you say that it actually shifts viewpoints to different? I don't know if it even has like a viewpoint of one character. I think it just has a general viewpoint. Now, I would argue that Haru uh, Haru Rio. That guy whose name is really hard to pronounce. Uh, the thief is the main yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think towards the the later episodes, it starts to solidify more who the main character is. But in the first few episodes, I don't really think that there is a main character. Yeah, I that you can make a solid argument for that. Um, uh, but so yeah. W- w- the the main I guess we'll call it the main party then. The main parties, you know, consist it consists of a thief, a hunter, a priest, a warrior, which is the tank, and um um is she a mage? Uh yeah, I guess you could say mage. Yeah. Uh, I think she mostly uses, like, dark magic, though. Maybe more of, like, a sorceress? I don't know. Yeah. Um, magic user. <laughs> yeah. And each of these 
characters kind of has uh things about them that that kind of suit their role, I guess. Um Hiro is he's a thief and he's kind of a quieter character. Um he's he's very timid, right? Their, their personality uh, matches up pretty well with their their um, roles. Well, and and that's what I was going to say, but then I thought of uh, the warrior, uh, Mogozo. Mugzo. Wow, these names are hard, aren't they? Yeah, I, I mainly just like... I mean, granted, it, it's in Japanese dub, so, or Japanese sub, so it's kind of hard to pick out the names sometimes anyway. But Yeah. Um, yeah, you just kind of gloss over it when their names like this. There's one character in here that's really easy to n- pronounce because they're an English name. That's true. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Mogzo is the he's the tank. His personality is he's he's also has a very quiet and timid personality, but his yeah. character designs is very big and muscular. So yeah, uh, that fits him as a tank. He has. He has some kind of interesting quirks, and by that I mean one of his moves uh, you see later on. It's like a powerful two-handed swing or whatever. It has a name, but whenever he says it, or whenever he does it, he says, thank you. So they call it the thank you swing, and it's usually like a finishing move too, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's like... For his size and everything, really gentle, but he's also like one of those gentle giants that, like, if you piss him off, you do not want to be on that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's always the quiet ones that are the scariest. It's true. Um, and the op- the one who a person who's not a quiet one, the opposite of a quiet <laughs> one, is uh Ranta Ranta, the Dark Knight character, the Dark Knight in the party. And um, yeah, he's Batman. No, he's definitely not Batman esque. <laughs> uh, I would say his character design though fits. Uh, this is artwork. I shouldn't be getting into this, but it fits Dark Knight, right? Reds, and blacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but his personality—he's kind of like a rotten child, I guess, is what yeah. you'd call it. He's very brash and loud. Mm-hmm. A rude, very um, full of himself, arrogant. Yeah, and some people I've listened to uh, reviews of this. Some people are very turned off by that. Some, uh, I mean, you could. I guess you could make an argument that it might just be like overconfident, but I would. I would argue it's more just brash and stupid. Not that yeah. I don't like his character, I'm just saying personality-wise. No, yeah, I I liked it too. It added, you know, variety to the group. And um, he has some fun interactions with the other characters that I enjoyed. But yeah, he's he's a very loud... So what was the, what was the last anime we watched? Lanad? Um, well, before... Are yeah. we going by last anime we watched or last anime we uploaded? Well, what I'm trying to say is he's kind of like the uh, the blonde-haired guy in Clannad. He's like this anime's version of that. You know, I, I had this whole week off, and I really wanted to finish up Clannad and like 
a few other anime I never got to. Yeah. So sad. Um, no, but yeah, besides that, I mean, there's, there's some cute girl characters in this who I, I like that. I really like Yumi's personality. I do too. She was one of my favorites. Yeah. Who who is your favorite character? Uh, I mean, if, if I have to categorize, if I can categorize them, not if I have to, but if I could categorize them, favorite male character is probably the one that you said is the main character, the thief, uh, Haruho, or Haru Hiro. Uh, Haruhiro, yeah. Haru yeah, yeah. You say it so easily. Yeah, Haruhiro. Uh, and then um, probably my favorite female would probably be Yumi. Yeah, I think Yumi is probably my favorite character overall. Yeah, yeah, she's got a good personality to her, like, kind of feisty, but not, like, you know, unattractive feisty, you know, kind of um, kind, but not too kind. You know, she's just got a really good she's balanced re- personality. She is, right? Because she's not, uh, let's see, how do I, I don't know, it's kind of like, Oh, I don't even know how to describe it. It is very balanced, right? She doesn't throw herself at other characters, but she's not overly timid either. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's very realistic. It's like a normal person. You wouldn't have a person that's very one-dimensional. Well, you might, but it's uh, it's common. <clears throat> I think I think uh, the My Anime List does a pretty good job at describing her personality. She has a funny and friendly personality. She seems not to remember things very well, as she's always quoting phrases wrongly. Uh-huh. And she has difficulty fa- sharing her feelings. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah she's, she's definitely she's a good character. She helps um, really pull. And I think she's going to play an even bigger role in episodes to come. Um, yeah, I think so, too. But, yeah, yeah, she's definitely, she, she's a very good character. Yep, and then the only other character we haven't really touched on that's in the main party is uh, uh, Shirohoru. Uh, um, yes, the, the mage or sorceress or whatever you want to... Yep. No, according to my anime list, it is mage. Is it? Yeah. She has a passive and dismissive personality. She's shy towards strangers, very timid. Yeah, she like she can't even talk to half of the people in her party yeah she's, i mean she's that shy but she's also the character that i said earlier um at the very beginning uh calls herself fat all the time even though she's got like an hourglass figure and a um busty oh, yeah chest. she did do that didn't she that was a little bit annoying well, for me because as you know uh someone who's maybe not what they used to be um <laughs> it, it's just annoying to see someone with a great body be like oh i'm fat you know it's like i appreciate what you, what you got i don't know what you're saying you telling me you don't have a six-pack and and pecs anymore oh yeah well yeah you of course i do it used to oh, be okay. eight pack though is what i'm getting oh, at okay i'm sorry i'm sorry and then you had like the biceps that were like freaking softball size yep, and that deep v Mm-hmm. Goes all the way down, ladies. <laughs> Nathan used to row, and he was pretty damn fit back then. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much the main characters. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Char- Character-wise, yeah. I, I think... Um, I, I, I mean, we went over Monoto pretty pretty well in the kind of synopsis area, so I guess we can kind of gloss over him. Um, you know what's was... weird? Hmm. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe it's spoiling. I know what you're going to say, and I, I would agree. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I, I, th- I thought about it too, but yes, it makes <laughs> we sense. We definitely shouldn't say it. <laughs> I'm just glad sense. we both know what we're doing. Yes, yeah. yes. I, can, I, can, I, I know exactly what you were going to say, because I was like, ooh, I want to say that too. But uh, no. I, I suppose if anybody really wanted to, they could just go look it up on my anime list and see what we're talking about. But we'll leave that up to you. We won't make that decision for you. Yeah. One thing we didn't mention about Monoto, though, which is interesting, um, is he's not only a priest, but he's also considered a defensive tank, which is kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, the fact that even though he is a healer, he also isn't afraid to, like, get in the front line. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's even a part where um, one of his um, instructors, like, they talk to to one of his uh, priest instructors or whatever, and the priest instructor's like, man, this guy has a lot of potential. He's going to be a, you know, good, yeah. big, you know, awesome person. I'm like, I cannot wait to see this. Yeah. So, he's but, a really, I mean, he's a really, I got, or I'm super attached to his character. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to invest all my emotional chips into him. Yeah. I think is yeah. it's the best thing to do. Yeah, I, he's definitely like, you know, I might I might actually have to take back what I said earlier. He might be my favorite main. Oh yeah, my character. I take it back too. Definitely mine as well. I don't know why I forgot about him. I guess because <laughs> sometimes he just kind of, like you said, it starts to shift. Who's the main character? Because I feel like he's arguably the main character in the first few episodes. And then it kind of does a, a shift, like, okay, we're slowly getting off of him and onto other characters. I'm not sure if it's going to be, like, a repeating theme. Maybe, like, every few episodes they'll kind of, like, shift who might be the main character, like, the perspective. Which would be interesting. That could happen, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, so, no, he, he's, he's a really good character. I like him. He's, he's uh... Yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to go on with him. Yeah, this is very... Very, very reliable character. Yeah, easy to, you know, uh, see eye to eye with. What's the term I'm looking for? Relatable? Yeah, he's very relatable. Yeah. Like, relatable to, like, a best friend, maybe, you know? Yeah, right? Like, you could totally be, like, this is Are, the kind of guy that you could totally be like, yeah, I want to be friends with him, or I could see myself being friends with him. You know, I would even think of him as a brother, really. Yeah. So. <clears throat> okay, um, well... Okay. <laughs> So, um, where shall we go from here? Would you like to get into art or music? Oh, that's true. Uh, there's interesting stuff to talk about with both of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a specific thing to talk about with art. Why don't we save art? It's one of my favorites, so let's save it. Okay. So, music. What did you think about, like, the opening? <clears throat> I liked the opening. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good too. Yeah, like I, I, the first time I listened to it, I was like, mm, "I don't know." I mean, it's kind of catchy, but I don't know. But then it was like 
by the second time I listened to it, it was like, actually, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. It's, uh, and combine the song with the opening, um, sequence. Like I, I thought it really kind of summarized and compassed what the series is kind of like. Yeah. I still don't completely understand that opening sequence though. It's, um, very, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd say it's probably just kind of artistic. Yeah. I mean, if if I'm remembering right, it just kind of glosses over, like, characters. Really, it doesn't show much other than just characters. Yeah, and then there's that scene with the marbles. Yeah, yeah the marbles are kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I, guess I, I just chalk it up to artistic vision, maybe, but, you know. Yeah. I thought the end... Um, the end anime music was pretty good. I thought they did a great job with the ambiance, right? Because there are scenes where they're sitting outside, uh, around a fire, right? And like the fire, you know, in some scenes where the campfire is the main focus, it's not even the main focus, but they went as far as to put that crackling fire sound in the background, you know? Right, right. And then like they're. They're in a pub at one point, and you really get all the background noises of an actual pub. You yeah, know? they're talking and talking, yeah. glasses clanking on the the tables, you know, stuff it's like, like that. Smooth, kind of jazzy music playing in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would have been cool if they had put some like a little band on stage or something for those yeah, pub right? scenes. Yeah, yeah, that that could have been, and maybe they will. You know, we haven't seen a lot of the the pub, but you know. From what we have, I, I mean, yeah, you're right. They do really good with the ambiance of the series, you know. Yeah, um, and even sometimes with the lack of the ambiance, like there's a, a scene between two characters where it totally makes sense for all the sound to just suddenly disappear. Yeah, um, just kind of get really quiet and emphasize more on the the characters and everything than anything else. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, no. I mean, between between, I would say between you know the the opening theme, which I really liked. I'll probably add that one to my um, you know favorite anime openings and endings playlist on YouTube. Um, and you know the ending and the ambiance. I think they did a really good job with the sound in this anime. Yeah, I do too. Um... I'm looking at. I'm just producing the reviews. There's people who gave this anime a three, and that just blows my mind. Are you serious? That's yeah. Insane. I mean, I guess it is very stylized, so I guess I could see how some people maybe wouldn't like it. But I don't know about three. I don't think it was like bad. I could see how you wouldn't like it. It might not be your taste, but that I don't think would warrant a three. I think that would warrant like a six, like an okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, three is like. The last episode anime. Right. Um, which I think still got a higher rating. Yeah, I think you, I think we both gave it like a four. I wouldn't let you give it a five. It, yeah, that's right. Like, I, I was like, yeah, I guess I could kind of see this. And you're like, no! <laughs> like, it'd be an insult to anime. <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, yeah, now the, um, yeah, sound in this, great. I love the sound. Um, the opening, let's see if I can find real quick who it's by, let's see, um, 
<laughs> yeah, I was trying to find who did the uh, music in this under staff, but it doesn't have it listed. Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird that I don't see that it's going to be by. Um, oh, series composition. Yeah, it does have it listed. Oh. Uh, Nakamura Ryosoki did the music. Yeah. Um, He did Claymore, Death Note. Uh, Death Note, Monster. Hmm. So he's got some some good ones under his belt, I'd say. Um. But yeah. So yeah. All in all, cool. Good. Like. Yep. It. All right. Um, let's go on to artwork. All right. Artwork is my favorite. Yeah. Category usually anyway. It's, with you, it's between artwork or music, which is usually your favorite. Yeah, which is surprising. Like I suck at both of those things, but they're some of my favorite. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So what? Yeah, what were some things you liked about the artwork? Um. So the really cool thing I found about the artwork is that while um the characters are super polished and and um very. Um, what you would expect to see out of a normal anime. Um, you know, they're just polished characters. They they look good, uh, very cleanly designed and everything like that. <clears throat> um, but the really cool, interesting thing is that the backgrounds are the total opposite. Not in a bad way. Like, <clears throat> they're just very um, hand-drawn looking, um, hand-painted looking. Like, there's just, I mean, so much hand detail on these things. Like, um, sometimes the colors run slightly outside of the lines kind of a thing. Um, you know, it, it's just very unique uh, in its hand-drawn aspect. And seeing the characters being, like, you know, very cleanly drawn and, and probably CG, um, just kind of contrast that is really cool. Would would you categorize these characters as CG? Well, be, the reason I ask is because when I think CD, CD, the go-to anime for me for that is, um, is, uh, uh, da, 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 it starts with an F. It had Archer. Oh, uh, Fate Stay Fate Night. Stay Night. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think there's, the thing about CG is that Ninety percent of everything anymore is, I mean, done with computer yeah. tools. It's just there's different ways of doing it. Okay, um, you know, there's the traditional hand drawn style that's just animated with a computer, or there's like the three um, D polygon esque way of doing it where it's like character models and and more video game-esque way of doing it um but i would say yeah i mean it's hand-drawn character designs i would say but you know like i said everything is pretty much animated with a computer anymore gotcha um one thing that really stood out to me about maybe not so much the artwork well yeah artwork animation was uh this anime, um, looking at it from like an artwork animation standpoint, it was all about uh, 
the stills, right? There were a lot of a lot of scenes where they were actually animated. It was just just a drawing that didn't move. Yeah. Um, you saw that a lot in the intro scenes or the animation for the intro. Um, and I'm pretty sure the ending uh, scenes for the credits or whatever is all stills of each of the characters. Yeah, and and if we're going to talk about those, the interesting thing is that those, even the characters in those intro and ending sequences are hand-drawn style, like yep. really rough. And, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if rough's the right word, but... A lot um, of the stills in the anime are like that, too. Yeah, it, it's... The characters in the opening and ending are drawn like the backgrounds throughout the whole anime. Hand-drawn, hand-painted, very cool and stylized. Beautiful, I'd and, say. Yeah, you know, that's that's the key, is that there's uh, some people out there who, who really hate an anime that does stills, because they say, oh, it's... Um, you know, it's it's lazy animation, and it's a result of low budget and um, stuff like that. But in this case, you can really tell it's it's they're doing it on purpose because it's it's a stylization thing, yeah. and that goes with all the backgrounds, right? Because if you have stills and something like Fate Stay Night, you know, then it comes off as really crappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have these artistic backgrounds right from the from the very first episode uh and stills drawn in the same way you know there's that nice contrast and it it it, you you can tell it's supposed to be like that right it's kind of like it's kind of like um the way um the count of monte cristo was yeah where the the art style was weird but it's meant to be that way it's supposed to be that way to kind of stand out and pop and it the the way they do it the stills like the the times they choose to implement them it uh it brings out a emotion in you you know mm-hmm. it's like because they got that still of of the scene of this like happy moment with the birds chirping in the background and like happy music and you're like oh this is beautiful right yeah, no, they do. They do a good job of utilizing the stills to their advantage. It's not. It's like you said. It's an art style choice, not um, you know laziness or anything like that. Yeah. Yep. But no, I mean, I I love the art style. It's great. I I I just loved the hand detail. Yeah. It. It makes it feel, you know, special. Yeah, yeah, it does. If yeah. anyone, if any of our listeners out there have ever played a, a point-and-click adventure game called Night of the Rabbit, um, it has a very similar artwork or art style, I guess you'd say. Hmm. A lot of like hand-painted looking uh, backgrounds and, and yeah. artwork and stuff like that. Can't say I've played that one, but I have played um, the new King's Quest. Which is also hand painted, but in a different way. It's like water painted, so it's very textured, but it's not artistic. It's a different kind of artistic painting. It's 
it's very clean and inside the lines, but very um, stylized. But anyway. Yep. So should we go on to overalls? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, my overalls are blue and red. Um, <laughs> they have buttons right around, you know, I don't know, belly area. Man, what the hell, Billy? <laughs> I, I like to wear them without a shirt on. <laughs> While chewing on a piece of straw or wheat. Drinking yep. some moonshine. <laughs> Ready, and kissing that moonshine. my sister. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's get on to it. Let's, uh, let's go. We're about an hour and 15 minutes in, so this will be a good time. Yeah, we're way time. over time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so if we're going to give our normal rating, which is each category gets its own rating, and then an overall rating. Let's start with story. What would you give the story? So this is the hardest of the categories, just because we're only six episodes in. Have you yeah. seen the latest? Did you watch yes, six? I did. Okay. Did you? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course, I should have known you watched it, because it was at end credits when I went to watch it. Oh, so you, wow, you watched it just, like, right after I yep, did. Yep, I did. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I don't know, I, they haven't developed much of the story yet, and, which is fine, because it's halfway through, uh. But can you see potential? You know, I, I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Because, what do they do? Yeah, they get stronger, and they, they join a guild. But where does it go from there, right? There's no main enemy that's I mean, been that's, introduced. That's the thing, though. There's still so much mystery left. So it could it could go anywhere. That's true. Um, it could go nowhere. Who knows? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's also true. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Because six episodes, assuming that they only go to 12, is not a lot to really develop... Um, much of the, you know, a whole lot of plot, right? So that makes me feel like it might be one of those cliffhanger season ones. I'm sure it probably will be, but that's how they that's how they get there. They get the the like, oh, is this gonna be good enough for season two or not? Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. Sword Art Online, they didn't have a cliffhanger season one, and people still went back to watch season two, but I then mean, were disappointed. They didn't, but did, kind of. Yeah. I mean, like, most of it was wrapped up, except for one, like, little part that was actually pretty big. Oh, I suppose that's true. With the characters. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, but but anyway, overall plot, I'd probably give it eight, seven, eight, probably eight. Yeah, I I would agree with eight. I think eight's very fair. I I see some potential that this could be really good. But I also, like you said, we're really not sure yet. So it's only six episodes in. It's hard to really tell where the series could go. It could get great or it could just kind of get stagnant. Yeah. I'm okay. leaning towards the great. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, because it, it would be a nice anime to... I mean, let, let's be honest. We don't like to see anime fail ever. We really don't. No, because then it's a waste of our time. Right, exactly. Then we have a Sky Wizards Academy on our hands. Yeah. All right, uh, what's the next category? 
Uh, let's see. From there, let's go to characters. Characters? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably go 7-8 again. At least with the characters, uh, they've, they're all established personalities. And one of the characters had their personality that's in the process of changing from one personality to another. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is pretty interesting to watch. And it shows a lot of development and growth in that character. Right. Which is pretty cool. There's been growth in all the characters. And they're, they recently introduced a new one, which I'm interested to find out what her story is. Yeah, because you know she's got one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, probably eight as well. Yeah, I I hate to to agree, but I would say probably eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, cut out what? I say I I kind of hate to be boring and just keep agreeing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say eight, eight is is a good rating for it. Well, it's such a safe category for this kind of anime, especially since we're only six episodes in. Yeah. Right? Because we're not far enough for to give it anything higher, and it's got right. too much potential to give it anything lower. Right. Like, you haven't really seen enough of the characters to become, like, super, super attached, but you still well, like them. With the exception of uh, Minato. Pretty attached to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Minato. But- that, that I mean, they really. I don't know. They they want you to be. I guess they want you to be attached to all the characters. But like I said, for the first few episodes, it's more from his perspective. So I feel like as they keep switching characters' perspectives, you'll probably get more attached to that character. Yeah, kind of like a Game of Thrones thing where they just keep switching it up. There it is. <laughs> it's been a while, but uh, welcome back. The Game of Thrones. Yeah. Hey, we only got like a month and a half until That's true. Season. I'm very excited. Uh, All right, so music. Music. Um <clears throat> I like the opening, I like the ending, and the ambiance is pretty good. That said, the background music I didn't think stood out super much. I mean some of it did, some of it didn't. Yeah, the only background music I'd argue almost that the only background music they really had was in the pub, which is like two scenes. Yeah, and I think there might have been some on some of the action scenes, but again, if, if, I if think, there was, I didn't notice it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing is that apparently it wasn't good enough to really stand out. But I feel <laughs> I hate to do it, but I think I'm gonna have to give it an eight because uh, I could argue a seven though. I'm going to give it a 7. Yeah, but I, I would argue an 8 just because I think the opening theme, ending theme, and the ambiance make up for the lack of background. Yeah. But I imagine I could, it's hard I to write. easily see a 7. I imagine it's hard to write an opening theme for, theme for a very like, fantasy-heavy anime, right? Because One Punch... Man, that was action superhero. You do a hard rock. Yeah, you do a hard rock kind of get your blood pump theme. You know, other themes you do like cool techno and then others you do like catchy hip hop. But this fantasy is like, what's the go to for that? Flutes, piccolos. um, Yeah. Woodland instruments kind of, you know. 
All right, uh, and then I guess we're probably both going to score animation pretty high. I do like the animation. I do. I really do. I I don't know. I really, I really don't. I'm kind of torn between what I want to give it. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. See, I could, I could see a nine, but I almost like ten as well because I really like. I really like the art stuff. Right, well, if you want to give it a 10, yeah, you yeah. should give it a 10. I'm, I'm going to give it a 10. This is my personal preference. Don't take it to heart. I mean... Everyone write Tyler nasty letters. Go! <laughs> Personally, I really like that. I really like the <clears throat> um, contrast of the characters on the backgrounds and the really artistic drawings and and painting style and everything like that i i personally liked it i liked it a lot so i'm gonna give it a 10 but that's me i liked how it was something a little bit different they were trying to be original mm-hmm. um and they pulled it off pretty well sometimes you can try to be a little bit different and it totally backfires yeah right like but, i mean just because you want to be different doesn't mean you're good at being different yeah but yeah i mean as you know someone who's watched a whole lot of anime whenever it switches things up a little bit and gives a fresh take on it you know that's that's great so yeah i mean it, it's kind of more like the backgrounds are more like a fantasy um storybook kind of hand-drawn painting kind of style and then yeah i know i like it so i personally tend but okay that said shall we give our final review Final yeah, rating. sure. You go ahead first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm. Mm, I probably overall probably an eight, which is what anime my anime list gives it seven yeah. point. What does it give it? Seven point. I think seven point uh, six or something. Five like eight. So seven point five is what it gives it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I can. I can see that. I, I, as as much as I, I liked everything, you know, I gave art a 10 and everything like that, it's still just too hard to tell at this point how good or how bad the series might end up. But based on what I've seen so far, I think, yeah, a 7 or an 8 would be fair. I'll probably, I'm personally leaning more towards the 8, but I could see somebody leaning more towards a 7 as well. Which is not bad. I mean, really, I know we, we're we pretty generous on it. Let's be honest. We're pretty generous. We're pretty generous on our ratings, aren't we? Yeah, we that's, that's why we haven't been hired as reviewers. Yeah, we're not, like, we're not the most critical of people. We're the kind of people that just kind of go with the flow and really like to enjoy things. We're not the nitpicky kind of people, um, you know. Which is great for a podcast, because I personally would get annoyed listening to a podcast of someone who's very nitpicky about everything. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, some people really like that kind of style. I mean, they, they, I prefer to point out the goods, but some people prefer to point out the bads, and some people like that point of view, or like that view, because they want to know what the bads are, not so much the goods. Yeah. I I mean I I I would argue you need both, but I'm I'll be honest I I do more the goods than than the both. So, but uh, yeah, so seven eight I could see. So, I I personally would say. Eight. Okay. Awesome. Oh, 
with that said, I believe we're a little overdue for our next... Um, yeah. Do we want to go into news? I, <laughs> we're pushing an hour and a half. We're a little overdue. I mean, quite a bit overdue. We've, <laughs> we've had a lot of... Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, we can, oops. but we'll just have to blow through it. All right, let's let's do this. Um, let me uh, let me pull up real quick my stopwatch, and I'll give us a minute per each article. Oh yeah, bring it on! Oh yeah, lightning round, baby! All right, all right, a minute per article, starting now. You go ahead and start. Wait, who goes first? Me go. What? Okay, fine. I'll go first. I'll go first. All right, ready? Yep. Set. Okay, so this one I think you'll really like. Um, Assassination Classroom anime, second season to cover manga's ending. So a little, I, I was reading this, and I guess a little while ago they actually announced that they are ending the manga, which is surprising because everybody, like, I've only seen great reviews about this anime. So I, I guess they just felt that it was time to end it. But, um... So it looks like Assassination Classroom Animes Season 2 is actually going to cover that um, manga ending. Um, the manga will end in five more chapters in the magazine's 16th issue, which will ship in March, um, so pretty soon. Um, let's see, the anime's second season will have 25, shut up, phone, 25 episodes. That wasn't the end of the timer, that was somebody texting me. Um, and should be ending soon. So, yeah. Assassination Classroom Season 2. One minute, one second. I went a second over. I must a good die young. Uh, Alright, my turn? Yep. Ready? Alright. So, the 10th, uh, CU Awards to be streamed on Dais- uh, Daisuke Merit and Memorial Awards winner announced. So, uh, if you're like me, you're wondering what the heck are the Psyche Awards? They're actually pretty cool. So the annual Psyche Award, recognizing achievement in the field of voice acting, is back for a tenth year. As in previous years, the six major category awards, lead, support, rookie actress, and actor, will be presented in a ceremony on uh, Nippon Cultural Broadcasting. However, this year, on March 12th, ceremonies was, will also be streamed to a global audience on uh, Daisuke. Um, they'll also have awards like Lifetime Achievement Award for contribution to voice work for many genres, including non-anime roles. Um, they'll have the Synergy Award for demonstrating the full appeal of voice work. Hey, babe. Okay. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Your you turn. Can, you can keep going. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> you Man, a minute goes by fast. I know, right? Like, you wouldn't think so, but it does. Um, Alright, ready starting now. Uh, Funimation licensed The Girl Who Up Through Time anime film. Funimation Entertainment announced uh, via press release on Wednesday that it has acquired the North American rights to uh, Mamoru Hoshida's The Girl Who Up Through Time anime film. Funimation will release the film in a special home video edition later this year uh, to commemorate the 10th anniversary of the film's theatrical release in uh, Japan. Um, Here is a quick, very quick description of the film. 
After waking up late, flunking her pop quiz, embarrassing herself on numerous occasions, and starting a fire in her own economics class, the high school student Mikado Kono figures she's just having one of those days. And just when she thinks she's made it through, the brakes on her bike malfunction, putting her in a collision course with a speeding train. The life-ending accident would have been the perfect end to the... Damn. The worst day ever. But the strangest thing happened too late for the time. Okay. Alright, my turn. Uh, This is from our friends over at Honeyfeed Anime uh, blog. Top 10 comedy anime in Japanese poll. Um, Top 10. uh, Number 10. uh, Tante Opa Melky Holmes. Number 9. Medusa Kosuke Genku Gag, <laughs> manga. The worst articles for a time. <laughs> Biori, working number eight. Uh, Chan, number seven. Shinkaku, uh, Shinryaku Ikimasume, number six. Top five. Number five is uh, Danashi Kosuke no Nichuju. Uh, number four is uh, Daga Shikashi. Number three is. Um, Oso Matsu-san. Uh, number two is, of course, Gintama. And number one is Genken Soju Nozaki-kun. Oh, you had an extra three seconds. Oh, man. Wow, that's crazy. I couldn't get through ten anime titles in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, ready? I have a feeling this one's going to be a little quicker. All right, go for it. Okay. <clears throat> Black Butler manga gets new anime film in the early 2017. A theatrical anime film uh, adaptation of the uh, luxury liner arc from Yana Tobo's Black Butler manga has been greenlit. Um, the film will open in early 2017. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's got the normal returning cast. Um, the synopsis of this is... Uh, when a terrible fire, fire claims his parents, he offends behind us. Uh, it's just the, it's just the normal series. So I don't know what that is. It's just the synopsis for the normal series. Um, anyway, let's just skip over that. He's an orphan with an awesome ass butler. Well, that really says. Demon butler. Spoiler. <laughs> All right. Uh, do I have another one? I think I do. I think I gave yeah. you one, but I'm going to give you for this one two minutes because I feel okay. like it's a little longer. Yeah, this is very long. Um, all right, Anime News Network. Seven magic high schools worth enrolling in. Over the past few years, the anime world has seen the magical high school premise go from an unusual twist on the action journey to a staple for the medium. Um, here's the rub. The magical high school shows have absolutely exploded in popularity both with audiences and production communities for the last decade or longer, and now we have a uh, veritable mountain of these things to dig through. Uh, For every series that gets the formula right or brings a new idea to the table, there's another show. Maybe two that's really overcrowded. It's a really overcrowded journey that simply goes through the motions and hopes the audience won't be able to tell the difference. Boy, does that hit home. Uh Um... So, number seven is Tokyo Ravens, uh, where many of the other shows on the list blend some Western ideas about magic into their worlds. Tokyo Ravens takes a style 
from a more Jap- Japanese version of the supernatural. Number six, Chevrolet of a Failed Night. If you want to know about that one, watch our podcast episode on it. That's a good one. Uh, number five, a regular at Magic High School. This is one of the first shows that comes to mind whenever someone mentions the magical high school genre, and not just because it has all of the keywords in its title. Um, it's arguably, <laughs> arguably the current standard bearer for the genre, the popular metric by which other contenders are judged. Wow, high praise. I believe I did this one as one of those early tie, like first ten ones before we were doing the reviews together. Uh... Cool. So check out that one too. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll redo that one one day. Please do. Well, our first top <laughs> ten were just horrible. First ten episodes were just god awful. Number four, a certain magical index. If the regular at Magic High School characterizes the genre's current form, then certain magical index is one of the key links in its evolution. It's a couple of years older than the previous three entries on the list, and you can see, and the way it blends, it's vision of an academia city into a more traditional mix of science fiction and fantasy. Um, and then number three, a certain scientific railgun, which is, as you describe it, a spinoff of yeah. certain magical index. Um, Pretty much set in the same area and same time, just a different main character. <laughs> and, uh, Okay, let's see. Um, comes into it comes into the fight with an unfair advantage. Where the original. Okay, we'll skip that one. <laughs> uh, number two is Soul Leader. If you haven't watched this anime, Soul Leader, definitely go see it. Go see it right this second. It's so we, amazing. We have not done a review on it, but we should. No, I don't think we did. Uh, unless unless we did when it was like one of those first ten episodes again. Before we were doing reviews together. Ty, I got no time! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, actually 10 Uh, seconds since I took your time. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, So this is one of my and Ty's favorite anime. Um, So Soul Leader is on the list, partially to help make the point. uh, The idea of a special school for adolescent magic users is by no means exclusive to the last couple years of anime. The premise has been around for quite a while. It's as much an element of the classic shonen action formula as the journey is onto itself. And then number one, the familiar of zero. Um, just in case the previous entry didn't qualify me for grumpy old dude status, the number one spot goes to the oldest show on the list. Familiar of the zero uh, reverses the premise of human summoning spiritual companions by having its unwitting hero get plucked out of the world and dropped into a fantasy world as a familiar for a magician in training. I uh, just did it. All right. Whew. Man. <laughs> Speed round. Speed Burn news. some calories with that one. <laughs> right. Oh. Um, yeah, the only one I haven't seen on that list is Tokyo Ravens, but all the rest I, I recommend. The weird thing is the first one, number one, is not my favorite of that list. I don't No, it I sounds mean, like a fun premise. It is, it is, but I guess it's just didn't age well, like the, the age kind of shows, you know, the weird art style, the not so good voice acting. Okay. But, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I think that wraps us up. Yep, it sure does. And only a minute, an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, jeez. Maybe one of our longest episodes. Yeah, right. Oh well, I I I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time. Yeah, we got the best of both worlds. We got segues and good stuff. Yeah, right. So, 
All right. Well, I think we're good to go. So thank you again for watching. Well, I'm sorry, listening to another episode of your weekly ramen. Stay delicious out there. Are you proud of yourself for that one? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I cringed a little bit when you said it. (laughs) Shut up. <laughs> All right. You want to sign this off? <laughs> Ciao, Macha.